Hello and welcome back to Can You Tell Me a Story? I'm Gladys and today I talk with Amira, who is a 21 year old from Pakistan. Why did I feel the need to point that out? Uh, probably because I've never had a friend from Pakistan. Anyway, Amira, you wonderful son of a gun. I had so much fun talking to you and thank you for coming on the podcast and laughing with me. I really hope you guys enjoy this one. If you like it, please share it with a friend or your mom or your dad or your dog or that neighbor you've been avoiding. Okay, I think that's it. Um, Elmira and I will talk now. I'm feeling a little bit sleepy. Um, I just had lunch. It's 1 p.m. on my end. I know it's like nighttime on yours, right? Yeah, it's like 10 right here. I just had dinner with my family. Does your mother know that you're online with a stranger? (laughs) Hey, Asian to Asian, right? You get it. That's true. That's true. Wait, do you know much about me? Um, no, I just know that your name is Gladys and that you live in New York and that you're an author. That's all I know. Or a writer, I'm an author. A writer, I guess, or an author, however you want to call it. That's very kind. Um, how did we meet? So we met on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I had a blog. I have to say, so I took down my blog because... So Why? I, yeah, because when I started this podcasting, which... It makes it sound like so long ago. It was actually literally mm-hmm. two weeks when we spoke. Um, I didn't want like my family to find out about the blog. So I decided to just take it down. You feel me. Um, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I've taken steps to hide my blog from my <laughs> yeah. family. Wait, you're a little bit soft. Do you mind? Um, I'm trying to figure out how to Hold on. increase your uh, volume. The voice. Okay. Is it better now? It's like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's a little bit better. Okay, um, great. So yeah, it's kind of like a... I have my tea here. It's kind of like a Ooh. slumber party almost. When was the last time almost, you... Almost, yeah. <laughs> um, never. <laughs> my parents don't believe in slumber parties. They're like, go have your fun and then come back home. Oh my Why do you gosh. need to sleep over at their house? You have a perfectly good bed right here. So. <laughs> That's exactly what my mom said. But uh, so, by the way, I'm from Singapore. I don't actually, I, I wasn't born and raised uh, in New York. I just okay. came here for school and then I was lucky enough to find a job here. So mm. here's where I am now for the past five years almost. Uh, but anyway, I was born and raised in Singapore. They don't believe in sleepovers, but I managed to convince them when I was maybe like 17. Mm. But anyway, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was the same as my week because I've been staying inside for months. But you're studying though. So you're doing yeah. everything like online, right? Mm-hmm. Is that weird? So, um, honestly, it's kind of, 
like I'm tired of it now. The teachers aren't putting in that much effort. You know, they're just like they're not teaching us properly. Mm. Um, and it's very hard to like get yourself motivated when you're just at home and like there's no um, goal for you to like work towards yeah. because every day is just the same and you're kind of like you've forgotten reality. So I was just sitting there and I'm I'm literally just thinking, what am I doing? Why am I studying? What am I studying for? I feel like at some point you just feel like you're wasting your time in high school. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. Wait, are you... Do you in Pakistan? Do you guys go by like primary school, secondary, or is it high kind school? Of. No, huh? Kind of like uh, so. What we'll do? So yeah, the first like ten years are divided into like school. Yeah. So ninth and tenth is like high school, and then eighth yeah. uh, below is like eighth grade and seventh grade. That's all like junior high, I guess. Okay. And then uh, when you're in like first year and second year, like 11th and 12th grade, that's college, technically. And then when you go to do like an undergrad, that's you and a university. So that's how it, if somebody says they're in college and they look very young, it's probably yeah. because they're like, you know. <laughs> do you, have you been here before to New York? I have not. I've not left Pakistan ever. Okay, well, I have to say, I think you would fit in perfectly here. What? What? I Thank you, I but you also why? Okay, first of all, you mm -hmm. answered a stranger on the internet <laughs> to, to, to come into a chat room. That's basically walking into a lion's den. Yeah. Are you glad I, that I'm not a 82-year-old man who... <laughs> Yes, uh, you know, um, I've had those experiences, like not on video chat, but like on, uh, do you remember when Kick used to be like a big thing, Kick Messenger? Uh, no, but I know AOL. It was sort it was like after AOL, AOL right? So okay. it was like this weird messenger and it had this thing where there would be like random groups. So like a group about uh, people who like a certain show or they like a yeah. certain band and all the people were like so you know it was a fun way to meet like people who had the same interests yeah and i uh, was like around 16 and i was like hmm, this looks interesting so i joined and i was like completely new to that scene so there were a lot of guys who would be like <laughs> like they'll just whip their dicks out Exactly. There oh, were a lot Jesus, of really dude. weird, creepy guys. And it like turned me off for a while. But then like miraculously, I found a group of like friends online. They were all like in different countries. One was from Malaysia, one was from the UK, one was like American. And they, I had a very good experience with them. So that's why when I saw it, I was like, why not? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Amazing. Yeah, I feel like personal experience really matters. I'm glad that you didn't like let those dicks get in the way of you yeah. <laughs> continuing and meet people. Honestly, like this is the um, first time that I've actually experienced a community on the internet. Mm -hmm. uh, I think like the last time was probably Tumblr, but that was, that was yeah. like back in the day. I was so hyped about that, but then it, it like went away. So yeah. yeah. Oh, Tumblr wow. was fun back in the day. That it was fun. Yeah. Until like, okay, until like, porn like came in and ruined yeah. everything. Yeah. 
And then I realized that 70% of the traffic on Tumblr was driven by that. And that kind of turned me off a little bit. So I was like, nah, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that anymore. The fun part was like the fan fiction and the art. There was a lot of art going around. And like the community aspect of it was fun. But then there were also a lot of like, I don't know, like Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr had like its own specific brand of like e-boys and e-girls, you know, like really emo teenagers. So that was a lot. No, sadly, I was a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't do it. What was the name of the chat room? It's called Cake? Cake, yeah. K-I-K, Cake. Oh, I know Kick. Okay, so is that like a video chat situation or messenger? Um, they it was a messenger. Uh, yeah, it was like a messenger type of thing. Uh, they started like calling in video chat later on, but by that time I like left it, so I don't know. So this is your very first time video chatting. Exactly. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. honored to be your first one. I Thank think we you. could be friends, Amira. <laughs> I think we could be friends too. I mean, uh, we literally just started. You know. <laughs> relating to each other to random strangers from like so far away yeah well um i'm actually curious what does a 21 year old in pakistan do Mm, on a day-to-day i feel like our lifestyles is very similar Mm -hmm. because you have the freaking internet so we're basically exposed to all the same things yeah yeah that's the fun part about being a teenager in pakistan because um you like almost all of us have access to the internet and almost all of us can speak um, English because like uh, we're taught English in school. Our entire like education system is in English. Yeah. So we kind of have to learn it like from a very early age. So you see, so we're very heavily influenced by like popular media and like media culture in America. And ah. like, so Netflix shows and music and all of that, those like, trend very heavily in Pakistan Um, but on the other hand our our society is still pretty traditional Mm. like the way our parents think um, is like different than how we think but so it's a very interesting blend and also like Pakistan has four different provinces right so each province has their own um, language so for example I'm Patan I'm from KPK and English is actually my third language because I speak Pushto first and then I speak Urdu, which is like the national language. And then yeah. I speak English, right? Dang it, so- girl, you beat me. I only know two, <laughs> Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ooh, Mandarin is so hard. It's, I think, you know, we're, we're equal because Mandarin is, I think, harder than both Pushto and Urdu combined. Uh. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll take you up. I'll take you up on that challenge. So, Wait, so yeah, I guess like most of your best friends are, are in Pakistan then. I guess you don't, yeah. you don't have like a close friend or I don't know, pen pal. Mm-hmm. Internet. Mm-hmm. Not really. Yeah. Not really? Um, I, I used to have like internet friend, but then like some shit happened like nothing really happened what'd you, you know, do it wasn't like a, <laughs> i didn't do anything i'm innocent <laughs> i am just a sweet innocent girl from pakistan okay i don't you know do shit. that everyone who says that turns out to be completely it's like a rapist saying i don't rape <laughs> <laughs> don't 
I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. That first thought, but okay. Yeah, that tells a lot. That tells me a lot about you, Gladys. No, no, tells a lot about the shit that we're exposed to. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture. Are you in the city center? Is there? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I live. I study in Islamabad, which is the capital. Uh-huh. And right next to Islamabad is a, a city called Rawalpindi. It's like they're called the twin cities because they're literally like so close together. It's like a 20 minute, actually no, it's like a 40 minute drive from my house to like my uni. Um, so I live in Rawalpindi. So that's like a major city, right? One of the main mm-hmm. cities of Pakistan. So yeah. So you drive to school? Unfortunately, I don't drive. I take the bus. <laughs> Yeah, no, me. Do you have a license? Not yet. But okay, no. I am, nothing to be ashamed of. I'm 24. Yeah. I'm nowhere close to getting a license. It's pretty embarrassing at this point. Yeah. Um, and I feel like my window of opportunity has closed. Like, oh, no, don't say that. No. <laughs> what? You're 24. Why are you talking like you're 94? Okay. You're, you're barely an adult. Oh my Stop God. It. Wait, do you ever feel like that? Like you're an 80-year-old born in a 21-year-old's body? Sometimes, yeah. It's when you look at like other teenagers your age and they're interested in things that you don't find. You find them like not immature, but like kind of childish. You're yeah. Like, how, how does yeah. your brain not understand this? I completely, so, yeah. and I realized um, I cannot talk to 18-year-olds anymore. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Dude, I've been, twenty-one. I I don't know. Like, I've been lucky enough to find friends who are like very like me. So I, mean, mature, I have like a little elegant, yeah. articulate. Elegant. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Quotation marks. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, but yeah, if they're like, even like other kids in my class, like some of the things that interest them, I'm yeah. like, hmm. What do you guys talk about now? I say you guys like you're a different generation, but. <laughs> um, what do we talk about? Um, I don't know. Just like everything, you know? That's the great part. Like, I remember we were, um, we can go from like discussing communism to like, anime and then we'll like go into some stupid meme on the internet it's, a, Wait, it's very fun anime? it's like very diverse yeah you watch anime i do yes i took a Why little break sound- but now i'm back at it you're like you sound so ashamed of it you're like i no. do watch anime and i'm sorry that i'm I do. sorry about it. <laughs> i swear i didn't mean to anime just crept up on me no, pe- people, I feel like people associate anime with a bad rap. Mm. You know? I get it, yeah. I know some of those people, you know, like the stereotypical anime fans that, like, Weibos, basically, what they're called? Um, wait, what, uh, cosplay? Do they do cosplay? Yeah. There's, like, one Is it bad that I think those people are weird? I don't think it's that like sometimes I like look at people who do cosplay for like a living or do it like professionally and I'm like 
great that you can make money off of it, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's uh, that's next level. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I feel good. Good for you, you know. But like, like being a writer. Mm-hmm. Is that is that your dream to be a writer? Um. Yeah, but I feel like you know, like being Asian, we kind of. I kind of understood from a very early age that if I had to be a writer, it would be something that I did like after I had a practical career, you know, because like somehow I needed to, you know, you get it. Like I needed to be financially independent, make my own money, and then I can be a writer. So I like, yeah, it's sad, right? Like (laughs) it is, you can't, uh, like so much of our circumstances comes from and our decisions comes mm-hmm. from family it does yeah and i think both of our cultures are collectivist cultures so i think we're a bit more into like you know have to please our parents have to do what they ask first and then we can like focus on ourselves and do what we want yeah. so that had a bit of like effect um I remember when I was a child, uh, my parents once asked me, uh, we were like on the way to, in the car on the way to somewhere, and they were like, so Amira, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I wanted to be a published author and I want to live in Manhattan. <laughs> I wanted to live in a penthouse apartment in Manhattan. <laughs> I was a you child. You live here. <laughs> oh, you live in Manhattan? I live in Manhattan, yeah. Oh my God, you're living my dream. <laughs> you li- live vicariously through me. I will, yes. <laughs> Thank you for the vote of confidence until I get here. That's very motivating. I will keep that in my mind. You're almost there, honestly. I feel like, um, like yeah, a lot of our decisions come from family, but then mm-hmm. at a certain age, which I think you're reaching there, mm-hmm. you have the ability to like break off from that. Do you feel like that? Mm, yeah. And, actually spread your wings and do whatever you want Mm -hmm. so that day's coming girl one day yeah wait why why manhattan though is it because of the movies and books that you read i have no idea i have no idea i i think maybe because i read um i think around that time i was still like quite young so i was reading percy jackson oh yeah and uh i think uh percy is from manhattan so i don't know maybe i think i just said like the first city that came to my mind i was like i want to live in manhattan i didn't even know what manhattan was like i just knew it was a place in you know america you know that's um, crazy uh because when when i was younger um mm -hmm. that was my dream too not not to be a no not to be a published author but i always saw myself coming to new york um Uh But the crazy thing is, even when I was on the plane here, mm-hmm. I didn't believe that I would ever. Yeah, I can ultimately. imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, the funny thing is that I wasn't, well, I technically wasn't supposed to come here. I was supposed to just stay in Singapore uh, mm-hmm. because I didn't do too very well for my A-levels, mm-hmm. my exams. And that was because I didn't really appreciate education at that point, so I didn't take it too seriously. I get um, it, yeah. Which I regret. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing, honestly. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, you know, you have to take the SATs, right? Mm-hmm. And there yeah. was literally one last time slot for me to, to try mm-hmm. for it. 
um, and then apply for university. Otherwise, I would have missed the cycle. So I literally studied for two weeks and just went in and, and took it. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, if it wasn't for my mom who forced me to do it, I wouldn't yeah. be here doing something that I actually love. I, I would wow. have been stuck in Singapore doing real estate. Which is, it's like so insane how things work out, I feel. Yeah, when you're it is. That's, that's quite interesting. Do you have that, like that kind of, it's like one decision that you made mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that changed the trajectory of your life? I don't know if it like changed the trajectory, but I know that one decision that I made and it made me a lot happier, you know, um, yeah. like, uh, so I'm studying psychology um, and um, it's a very like non-conventional subject in Pakistan. Like it's not taken, uh, it's not respected that much almost. Like it's it's like rising up now and now there's like a bigger market for it and people are understanding like what an amazing thing it is and how important it is for like every culture. But um, I think we... Uh, like in Asian countries, I don't know if it's like that in Singapore, but like in Pakistan, it's still very much like you either become a doctor or you become yep. an engineer or you become a disgrace to your family. You know, there's really only three options. There are only three <laughs> options. Or you don't have a family. Or you don't have a family anymore. You choose. <laughs> it's so, yeah. So like for a very long time, I was like, well, shit, I guess I have to become a doctor. I don't want to become a doctor, but I guess I have to. Yeah. But um, that I did like the same thing happened to me. I didn't take like my 10th grade exams. Uh, they're kind of like the Pakistani equivalent of o, like yeah, O levels. So I didn't do very well on them. I was like not having a, so I think I like take academic achievement very seriously. So I was not having a good time like mentally. So that reflected poorly on my studies. Yeah. And that led to me being even more upset with myself and being like, why? Can't it's I a whole cycle. Right? Yeah. It's a cycle, right? So I did badly on that. And then I was like, it's okay. I'll improve in A-levels. And I didn't. And then I was like, <laughs> well, fuck. So then like I had to sit down and I had to be like, well, what do I want to do? Like, what do I want to do? And I had taken a class in psychology and I realized that it was quite, I found it quite interesting and I wanted to pursue it. So I was like, okay, I'll just do like a bachelor's in psychology. And um, yeah, once I started doing that, I felt a lot happier because now I was doing something that I wanted and I could see like an end goal. I could be like, okay, I got to get my bachelor's degree. I got to get my master's. And then I got to, you know, I'll do this and I'll do that and all of that. So it, because of that, I was like, like I said, a lot more happier mm-hmm. and more like at peace with myself. Yeah. And because I was like interested in the subject, I started scoring better. And because of that, my self-esteem started rising back up. My confidence came back up. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's a cycle, like you said. So, Yeah. It, I so think that's the kind of pr- I feel like you're we're very similar in that if you don't you know how some people even mm-hmm. if they hate it and I never understand is even if they hate something they can mm-hmm. still do freaking well in it I know that blows my mind because I can't imagine um you know doing something like if I don't love it and see the usefulness of it yeah 
I, I, you know, you could beat me with a freaking brick. I can't do it. I get it. My best friend is like that. She's, uh, she's a medical student and uh, she didn't particularly want to be. But um, it's the same thing. Sometimes she like talks about how horrible the subjects are. She doesn't want to do it, but she's still doing it. And she's still scoring like great, you know, and she's doing it so well. And Even though she, like, I mean, she doesn't hate it. Yeah, but now she's, she's at more at peace with it. Yeah, but I guess when you like enter med school, when you're like preparing for med school, it's hard. But when you yeah. uh, enter, it's still hard, but it's more like, oh, I'm a doctor now, you know, I'm a respected member of society. Yeah. I, when she like goes to the hospital to like, um, for interning and shit, people call her like doctor, you know, the her name. Yard. Yeah, so yeah. that makes her feel a bit better. <laughs> So she's like at more at peace with it now, but even like back then when she didn't like it and she didn't want to do it, she was still scoring great. And I was like, I feel sorry for you, but like, how are you doing this? Whoa. I'm sorry you have to go through this pain, but like, how? That's insane. Oh my God. Well, and yeah. I guess you guys met in school? Yeah, we met in school. Okay, okay. So you're kind of the rebel in the family, so to say. I, yeah, That's yeah, kind too. of. Oh, is it? Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. But so I have an older brother. I forgot mm-hmm. to mention that I live with him um, here, and okay. he. I kind of feel like I've always been in his shadow a little bit, mm-hmm. just because yeah. he went down. Okay, but not to say that he resented. He actually loves it. Uh, he mm-hmm. does finance now, and that happened to be something that. Uh, is very well respected in yeah um so i i don't know like in a way maybe that's the reason why i decided to go so left field Mm -hmm. like because i didn't want to be compared to him anymore um i mean yeah at a certain point because you know you can't help it uh, yeah. people will always compare you in terms of school and grades and stuff mm-hmm. but then I think once you diverge in terms of careers yeah. there's no benchmark anymore and I was like yeah now <laughs> I get to do my own thing you know without mm-hmm. having to constantly be be put put against a benchmark which is mm-hmm. great yeah are, are you an only child no, I'm the older sibling. I'm the oldest sibling. Oh man. <laughs> two younger brothers. But yeah, I, I did Wait, like two younger brothers? Yeah, two younger okay. brothers. Okay. How's that like? Um it's it's a bit great. I love it. <laughs> I recommend it to everybody. <laughs> I always imagine like how it would feel like to be the older sibling. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you know, like parents, they go hard on the first kid, and then the they other go kid. hard on the first kid. Yeah, oh, I tell this to my parents like all the time. Uh, I tell them to like, I was a test child. You were <laughs> like, hey, let's try everything that you've ever learned on this kid, and then when I st- when it started going wrong, they were like, okay, so that wasn't the right way to deal with a child. Let's pop out another one. <laughs> we'll do better this time. It's all an experiment. Yeah. And like then you, I see like when I was in 10th grade how, and my exams were coming up, how my parents treated me and they were like, go to your room, study, don't come out until you've like finished everything. And then like my brother, when he was in 10th grade, um, 
I saw how my parents were treating him and I was so offended. I was like, what? Why isn't anybody telling him to go to his room and study? Why is he sitting there on his phone yeah. playing PUBG? Why is he doing that? I don't, I I'm, guess I'm pretty glad that my parents were like more lenient on me, I think. But then, okay, my brother is also very, very hard on himself. So he kind of takes it over for my parents. I'm the one that needs more pushing, I think, Yeah. back then. Um, but, oh man, I'm sorry you had to be the experimental kid. <laughs> no, it's okay. I've made my peace with it. It's okay now. Oh my gosh. Um, is arranged marriage mm-hmm. still, like, I mean, obviously it's still a thing, but like in your family? Yeah, it's oh, definitely no. still a thing. It's, okay, so there's a difference between like arranged marriages and forced marriages. And okay. both still happen in culture forced maybe less so but it's still prevalent in like the more rural areas of the country you know um people who have not yet like or not sometimes even like educated people like you would look at them and you think you have a goddamn phd you know why are you still forcing your kid to like get married but um yeah it's still something that's prevalent and um arranged marriage it's interesting because I've been thinking about this a lot lately, it's that uh, Pakistani people's uh, reason for arranged marriage is like, why count on love? You know, they're like, every time I like talk to my mom about this, she says something along the lines of like, do you want to be like the Westerners where they fall in love every day and then they fall out of love? You know, like she's like, oh, that person has been married three times, you know? And, you know, what's the, basically say, like, what's the guarantee that if you fall in love with somebody, you will keep on loving them or that they will keep on loving you. Yeah. Right. So that's like the mentality a lot of people go around with. And for some, it's, it doesn't, they don't even need to justify it. It's more of a cultural thing. It's a tradition. Everybody else does it. We have to do it as well, you know. Mm -hmm. And then um, honor is a big thing. So, like... arranged marriages are more honorable Mm. you know for some reason i don't i don't get it but um me neither yeah so how singapore in like that sense do they do like honor and marriage and that sort of stuff no we the okay i guess the there is honor uh but Mm -hmm. that one lies more in not being divorced Mm-hmm. But yeah. in terms of arranged marriages and forced marriages, mm-hmm. um, we don't we don't have that. I mean, obviously, like I have a friend who's Punjabi, mm-hmm. and she. I was actually talking to to her with this like a few years ago. You reminded me. Um, she actually supports the idea of arranged marriages, mm-hmm. uh, just because she sees like the practical side of it, and she, yeah. she her in her head she's like, I don't want to deal with the whole courtship and flowers yeah. and chocolates and shit like i just want to get to the good stuff which is <laughs> which is the marriage which i yeah. can see where she's coming yeah. from but i think you know you miss out on the fun of the in-between yeah although it does take that, a long yeah. time and there's it does inherently less stability in it but but you're i mean i guess you don't really have a choice right um so you know it's interesting you say that so it's like you will be given a choice but it always comes with consequences like you could say no 
but then you have to like listen to your parents talk about how you gave up a such a good man for the rest of your goddamn life if something oh, remotely bad happens to you they'll be like remember that guy that you said no to if you were married to him now this wouldn't have happened can you imagine so, your parents like photoshopping that that the <laughs> one that got away <laughs> and like and like definitely yeah them all over wherever like in yeah. the fridge and the kitchen you know putting it under their pillow and just yeah, exactly. like stroking it <laughs> that's funny oh man by I me mean, it's it's a little early to be thinking about it though right yeah it is okay. um it's <laughs> so when a girl hits like 2021 in pakistan mm. the 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 men start coming in like you know they <laughs> it's not like you're open waiting. for business yeah it's like exactly it's like you're open for business and there's like a time limit so like when you're 28 then you're too old then you're expired <laughs> you oh know? my god that's yeah. so depressing okay it is it's horrifying and um so that started with me and my parents were very good in the sense that uh, whoever like approached them for my hand in marriage they were like no she's too young go away oh that's really sweet okay yeah but then, then this guy came whom they really really loved and they were like so hi wait 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 from sorry you say say it again this guy came from yeah this guy came um and they like really liked him oh. so they just like showed up to my house and they, not my house sorry like to my room and they were like to your room <laughs> yeah they're like um so hi this guy exists this is him <laughs> so they're basically like your tinder <laughs> basically yeah you know um it's like they're setting me up on a blind date like they'll be like mm, uh you know amira we're getting guests later tonight and i'd say okay cool and then somebody would come and they would be like they'd be like so they'd be like showing a little too much interest in me and i i would be like why are you here we can ask, ask them the way mm-hmm. that you know that your parents are trying to set me up a man on your plate is yeah. <laughs> can you tell by i don't know maybe by the food that they serve during dinner <laughs> If they serve their signature dishes, you know that they love it. Yeah, this is something important. My mom's like a pretty good cook and a really good like a really gracious host hostess. Yeah. So she's just really good with every guest. So in the beginning I didn't realize, you know, like if this person what reason they're here for. Yeah. But then when it like when I got a little old, like like last year I guess around like when I was 20 and the guests that would come so my parents are like pretty um progressive in that sense like a lot of people um they'll they're so rude they'll come to your house and they'll be like so how old are you what's your weight you know um is that your real hair um do you plan on studying after marriage do you plan on you know like can you cook my son wants a girl who can cook oh my god they still do that so like my parents might as well prepare a resume and just honestly i swear yeah if somebody walks in i just hand them and i'm like <laughs> <Yeah>. here <laughs> like read this and then we we can have a conversation then we can have yeah that's a good idea i'm actually going to do that 
So yeah, so my parents didn't le- let any type of those people like get interested. Like once they figured out what kind of people, what their intentions were, they would be like, "Sorry, no, she's studying, or she's too young, you know, or she doesn't want to get." Yeah. Um, but um, so the people who are more like liberal, I guess, or like more progressive in terms that their um, morals and their values kind of align with my parents and my family, so they would let those people like come. Yeah. Um, and whenever they would come, it would be interesting because uh, suddenly, uh, I, like one time we got guests and uh, I was like, I'm not in the mood. I'm just going to chill in my room. Yeah. Tell them when they're gone. Right. And then my mom was like, no, just come out for a little while. Just, just, just come out for a little while. You know, I was like, OK. So I came out and I was just sitting there and, you know, all the adults are having a conversation and this never happens. But all the adults are suddenly very interested in me, you know? Oh what do you God. do? What are you studying? Oh, you read. What's your favorite book? What are you reading these days? You know, it's like they're appraising you, you know, is, is, is yeah. it good? Is it, is it worth something? So I was like, interesting. And they left and I went to my dad and I was like, who were these people? You're like, and did I goes, just I don't uh, know. implicitly <laughs> sell uh, uh, soul friend. to another family? Yeah. They're like, yeah, um, uh, relatives. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I've never known these people. She, he's like, um, um, uh, business associates? Very distant relatives. You don't know them. And I'm like, okay. Sounds dodgy, Dad. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. I see what you're doing. I'm curious. Wait, so you've never dated, right? No. Okay. But do you know what you're looking for in a guy? I think so. I think um, for me, like, I don't have specific things that I'd like, I want, but for me, it's more like um, somebody that I can be really good friends with. Okay. You know, like, I, agree. I person... only exclusively date friends. Mm. Yeah. So I could like never meet a guy and just be like, <clears throat> so it's not like uh, the dating scene in Pakistan is actually pretty good for it being such a conservative and an Islamic country. Mm-hmm. It's, but I never like dated out of my own accord because I could never meet a guy and, or like uh, online or in reality and be just be like, hmm, you look interesting, let's start dating, you know? Yeah. Um, my friends could do that, but I can't because I need to get that certain level of like familiarity. Yeah, and comfort, yeah. Yeah, before like I think about any of that stuff. That's why like, I haven't really dated. I've had like a few guys who were interested in me and who uh-huh. I kind of liked, but it never went far because they were looking for like a quick fling, you know, like teenagers, you know, they just wanted to have some fun. And I Isn't was that more bad? like, <laughs> not yet, but it might be someday. Okay. I have a very, very weird, uh, I don't know what, what would you call that? Like the things I like about someone is really weird. So I like their handwriting, for example. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Voice. Okay, voice is normal. Yeah, like, I like that. voice too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I don't I, I I don't really look at well, I guess facial features. Mm-hmm. Um this is very vague, but they have to look honest. Which is such a like weird description. That is but a you weird description, tell. but I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who looks like, you know, like humble and earnest, you know? Yeah. You know, like a, like a, 
someone who will work hard mm-hmm. but in a decent job <laughs> a decent job yeah i think my like ideal guy is just somebody like normal average you know who whom i can feel and like comfortable at normality yeah it's just that, yeah that's a dynamic uh, with your parents because i feel mm. like my mom has to support my dad's weirdness and vice versa <laughs> my parents so you know theirs was an arranged marriage mm-hmm. and they are completely different people like they have such conflicting personalities um, in a good way mo- in a yeah in a good way okay. kind of I mean it leads to its issues you know because they're so different but it, mostly they've survived this long so it's good you know um none of them have they haven't killed each other yet so it's good almost um, there amira almost <laughs> there i feel like the ultimate dream right don't kill your partner uh, yeah <laughs> that's the number one rule <laughs> yeah so um yeah my my dad's more like a kind of a homebody he's kind of introverted and my mom is more like i want to travel the world and i want to you know she's very social and has a lot of friends not like kind of not introverted and so they're like so different but it worked for them so yeah. you know there's hope i guess for you yeah <laughs> there will be it's somewhere nice have, who it's nice to have someone who to like ground you i think when you yeah. want to Uh what's the you know wanderlust like when you have mm-hmm. wanderlust personality mm-hmm. yeah want to go everywhere but it's nice to be able to come home to someone who you know will stick around they'll stick while. around yeah i think i like that in a guy as well like i know i can be a little like too much sometimes you know yeah so i can't um, tell because you seem very stable <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest compliment you're ever given very me. Well I love it. Thank you. Um but yeah, no, I think like I have my moods, you know, like there will be days when I'm like feeling really down. I think everybody has kind of has that where they want to like when you say like I want somebody who is okay with me being myself, it kind of uh it kind of like puts together all the good and the bad aspects. Yeah. So like I was talking to this about uh talking to a friend about this and I was saying, "Kid, you know, like I am person who is hard to deal with and she was like what are you talking about like, you're so you're, you're with you just fine <laughs> yeah she said it exactly like that and i was like no no like i know i i know i have things that are like um okay so like my perception of relationships are so weird i see like these relationships on social media and like tiktok and instagram and the things that people like want from a relationship and i'm so confused i'm like but but why wait what do I you mean get. so like the things that i think maybe it's like a cultural difference but also like i think in some ways i was forced to grow up like mm. quicker so kids who are like my age um they're like having fun in relationships and i can't have fun in a relationship because i'm thinking where is this going you know like uh, you're in it for the long run yeah like a 19 year old or a 21 year old shouldn't be like dating to see like oh am i going to is this mr right am i going to marry him you know same but it yeah you know but my brain is just like no have to look at love 
look at it like logically and like practically and then figure out okay, like do I want I want to date this person so when I see like things that they think are important in a relationship you know like it, oh this person didn't call me back you know somebody I'm dating didn't text me back or hasn't texted me in like three hours or didn't call me back or something like that yeah I'm just like why is that important I don't care you know I feel the exact same way yeah I uh, yeah all these like back and forth about should I call him why isn't he calling me but like okay for example one of my friends she was asking me but this was uh, non-relationship related she just wanted to reach out to someone that she hasn't spoken to in a while and then she was like should I call him and I was like if I were me I do whatever I want if you feel like you want to call them freaking call them because there's no yeah. more time like yeah honestly that, that's like one of the things that that's why I started this thing this mm-hmm. project um mm-hmm. Uh, in the first place is because I've been putting this off for like four or five years now and Mm. then it's like crazy how it takes me a pandemic and a half for me (laughs) to realize that there's no time like we're running out of it and if you want to do something just just do it and then see see where yeah so I kind of like put fear aside Mm -hmm. learn to do that for now yeah yeah I'm trying to do that you know like kind of put, in some ways I am like you know you said just do what I want because there's no but then there in other ways I am like completely anxious I don't want to make a decision about it so I haven't like completely given up the fear but in it's it's there sometimes but most of the times I can like you know control it to a certain extent yeah do, do you like yourself I do now well you didn't you know? before no, there was a time, like, um, I think when I was, like, 16, 17, 15, 16, 17, I think that was, that was the time where I was not happy with myself. I wasn't, you know, uh, I didn't like the way I looked or, like, anything about myself. Um, my self-esteem was pretty low. Um, but, yeah, once, like, I started, um, once I changed what I was studying, actually, you know, mm-hmm. so that was, like, a kind of a like a starting point and then the other things follow but that was like a starting point where I made a decision for myself and I was like fuck what everybody else thinks follow fuck what my parents want I want to nice <laughs> yeah so uh, it took me a while but I did like I like myself now I can like look in the mirror and think like oh shit I look pretty good you know you Not do right look now. pretty good. Okay, but the thing is, like, it's like in your head, right? I'm pretty sure you do. Yeah. Do you look very different now than you were when you were 15? No, not really. Yeah. yeah. I just, just, I'm just, head. just more comfortable in your skin, right? Like, now I can, I have pretty, like, bushy eyebrows. I don't know if you can see. Trust me, that's like, a great thing because I have yeah. no eyebrows. So thank God for this fringe. <laughs> uh, it's a good thing i mean more is better than less honestly yeah but like when i was younger i didn't like them at all i was like i went to my mom and i was like i want to get them threaded like really thin like Um, the other girls in my class and my mother was like are you out of your mind why would you want that people want thicker eyebrows for your frivolous (laughs) desires (laughs) 
That's my nice. mom was actually very nice about it. She sat me down and she like showed me pictures of um God, what's her name? I forgot. Is it Brooke Shields? No, no, no. Brooke Shields. Do you know her? She's uh -uh. like a '90s supermodel. So uh, Brooke Shields was somebody like my mom liked when she was a teenager, and she characteristically has very thick eyebrows. Yeah. So. And that was like back in the 90s, I guess, when um, when like thin, very like threaded arched eyebrows were the thing. Yes. So, but she like went against the norms and that's why she was a supermodel. So my mom like sat me down and she showed me pictures and she was like, do you think she's pretty? And I was like, yeah, she's pretty. And she was like, she's a supermodel. Look at her eyebrows. Can you imagine if you're like, yeah, she's pretty, pretty ugly. Yeah. Pretty ugly. <laughs> My mother would have slapped me out of the room. Don't do like, that. Don't be nice. <laughs> That's really interesting. You know, since when I was young, uh, mm -hmm. like sometimes I would look up to people, like role yeah. models, actresses, mm -hmm. actors, whatever. And my mom would always tell me, don't look up to people because then you're mm -hmm. just going to not be yourself. Yeah. So she has always been that kind of person. And uh, although when I came here, I still look up obviously to to people um like on on youtube for example um but it was never about looks it was always yeah. about what they think or their yeah. life philosophy you know something like that i can look at like actresses or actors or anybody who is like in the entertainment industry and i can be like yeah she's pretty hot but i'm good with it you know like yeah. it doesn't affect my self-esteem in any way she like exists in her own orbit and I exist in my own orbit and that is something that definitely took time you know but it, it's now that I'm here I like it it's good yeah are you are you into fashion not that much I, I like you look like you're into fashion do I look like I'm into fashion yeah really I am not at all I, I wait really no one has not. ever told you that you could be a model Thank Wait, you. what? No, people have told me that. Oh, okay. But well. they're mainly my friends, right? So I'm just like, oh, you're just saying that because you're my friend. And it, it doesn't sound like right when you're like, yeah, people have told me I could be a model. <laughs> I know. Tone like it down. I, Let yeah. the world tell you. You don't have to admit it. <laughs> No, but okay, wait, so you know, because in Singapore, um, mm -hmm. in shopping malls, I don't know why, but like when you hit 20 to 23, for mm -hmm. uh, some reason, people started handing out these flyers trying to recruit mm -hmm. um, college students to be models. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have that in Pakistan? No, we don't have that. Um, Modeling is a very tough industry to get into in Pakistan, and it's very exclusive. So oh. there are people who are modeling who have been like, you know how the models have um, an age limit? Yeah. So, you know, if they get older than that, then they're, they're like fresh faces. But the thing in Pakistan is it's such an exclusive industry that there are models who have been modeling for the past like 40 years. You know, they were a model when my mom was a teenager and they're still there and they look good. You know, they keep themselves wow. in shape and everything. But it's very, like, um, not a lot of young people get into it just because it's so hard to succeed. Um, any, like, creative industry in Pakistan is harder to succeed in. Mm. Uh, so, except textile, 
like textile industry, yeah. uh, fashion industry, and um, like soap operas. Those are great, you know. Like for everybody's for an actor. Yeah. Younger people to get into. For younger people to get into, there okay. there's a lot of opportunity in those fields. But like things like music, music. There's a pretty good music scene in Pakistan, but it really, it's exclusive. It's harder to get into it. It's even harder to make it. A lot of Pakistani musicians are doing something on the side. You know, they can't mm -hmm. supplement their their income by just being a music. They're like the few that can just be a musician and nothing else, and they're like doing pretty well for themselves. Mm -hmm. A majority of them have to like have something else on the side. They need to have a clothing company or they need to be an actor as well as a singer. Or sometimes they're like, um, a, like there's an actor who is also a doctor and he's like doing both. He had to become a doctor first because that's what his parents wanted. And then Aww. he was like, well, now I want to be an actor. So then he start, started in a movie that's as well. Crazy. So yeah, so there's a lot of that, you know. Uh, I know that they're like there are like some people here. Uh, so I like comedy. Uh, sometimes I go to watch stand-up comedy. Um, yeah. And I know there are like some comedians who were doctors or mm -hmm. lawyers and they did it for their parents. And then they just like dropped out, was like, here's your degree. I'm going to go be a comedian now. <laughs> what a flex, honestly. Them, but yeah, exactly. It's like saying, um, it's like, I have my own dreams, but I'm going to take your dream first, fulfill yeah. it, and then, you know, yeah, they're, they're basically yeah. living two lives. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's going to be you, right? Yeah, yeah, it might be, yeah. Or, I, do. I did read your blog, but I, I haven't read it recently. Um, you're into fiction. I haven't updated. Yeah, I'm into, I'm better at fiction, I think. Um, I'm, I think I am kind of, I lean towards like literary fiction, you know? Yeah. So I like my work to kind of um, talk about feelings and emotions and they are all drawn from what I have felt, oh, okay. but they are in a more abstracted sense, yeah. you know? So like there's one um, post on my blog, it's called Apocalypse. And that whole song, the whole uh, like piece is just drawn from uh, a song that I was listening to and the way that song made me feel. Is it cigarettes after think? sex? It, no, it's oh, one, one it. of the songs. One of the songs was cigarettes after sex. I had like a little three song playlist and I was just like listening to them on repeat. Yeah. And then like just that, the way like that made me feel. So I wrote Apocalypse on that. But Secret Sound Sex is a good, a good um, guess, by the way. It was very heavily influenced from that as well. Uh, wait, what, what was the song based off of? I mean, sorry, um, what was the post based off of? What songs? So I think it was uh, Apocalypse, Secret Sound Sex, and it was, um, there is a Frank Sinatra song called My Way. You like jazz? I do. <gasps> Let me tell you how many people I've gone through. And by the way, you're freaking 21, okay? All the yeah. people that I talk to, they're older. And nobody likes jazz. Not even Very few people like jazz. Even I, like, I had to get into it myself, right? So I'm, like, still figuring out. And I'm still, like, listening to, like, okay, finding, like, new songs every day. That yeah. seemingly other people have known about for ages. But I'm just now discovering Same. it. You know? Can because, I? Because, like... 
Can I tell you a confession, which is kind of embarrassing? I only recently got into Harry Styles. Mm -hmm. and uh wait that that alone is not enough to be shamed (laughs) no i love harry styles he's great yeah but i'm just finding out about him like when he was at the peak of his career okay i think he's still now he's still yeah i was like shitting on him because of his shadow of being from one direction one direction but now that he's ventured on his own I yeah. love the whole Fine Line album. I love it. I yeah, do Jamie as well. Like one of those songs. Yeah, you know, um, it, I had like pretty much the same experience. I like didn't take him seriously because of um, One Direction. The only person I liked from One Direction was um, Zayn Malik because yeah, he's course. like British Pakistani. So yeah. I was like, he's I mean, a rebel. He is a rebel, you know? So he has that little thing where you like look at him and you're like, yes, I like this guy. Yeah, the, so, the bad boy. The bad boy vibe, you know? But um, yeah, uh, everybody in Pakistan acts like Zen Malik is like their cousin. They, they talk about him as if he grew down the street from them because they're all like so proud of a yeah. positive representation in mainstream media. That's so they're like, yeah, Zen Malik, you know, my best friend. Oh so my I, God only knew and cared about Zan Malik because everybody else around me knew and cared about Zan Malik. But yeah, once uh, I think Harry's song, um, Sign of the Times, I listened oh, yeah. to that when it came out and I nearly sobbed, you know. That, I, I that was like, such a classic uh, because it sounded like someone from the 80s wrote it. It did, And yeah. it sounded it like a cover. It did. It was such a complete like shift from his, their earlier music. Yeah. And it, it was so beautiful. Like the lyrics, I was like, and yeah. since then, you know, I've like loved Harry Styles. So I don't judge you at all. Thank you. It's just, I feel I'm a bit late to the game, but I'm still in it. So that's good. Hey, be- better late than never, honestly. That's true. Um, did you like, are you a person who likes to dig into the meaning of songs? I do, yes. Yeah, I really got into the Sign of the Times. um, Yeah. It was sad. It was sad. I I think I read somewhere that it's about a mother telling her, like, child, and, you know, the mother's dying, so she has, like, a very few, very, like, little time left, and she's telling the child to, like, you know, go forth and, you know, conquer and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that made me sad. I can't listen to that song because every time I listen I to it, I, I, I get sad. Same. <laughs> Hello. Wait, is, what, do you think, okay, so when you grow up, fast forward, right? Say you're like, I don't know, 75. Uh, one second. Uh, one second. Can you hold for a minute? Yeah. G? Yeah. It's good. <laughs> I'm back. Is everything okay? Yeah, everything's okay. All uh, right. My room was really messy, so I stole my brother's room. So he just came in because he needed something. Oh, no. Help me thank him later. <laughs> okay. You're so polite. Like, um, I have to show you so if I can turn. I'll show you my apartment, okay. actually. I'm literally Ooh. on the floor. Uh, <laughs> I just ate. I have, like, a bowl of grapes here. So it's kind of gross. But My room is worse, you know. At least you have, like, a nice background Dude, I, I had nothing i live in the living room that's my bed <laughs> it's not bad i like it yeah it's There's very bright though so it. yeah yeah 
um what sorry what were oh yes i wanted to ask you so say you're 75 and you thought back to one piece of wisdom that your mom left for you mm-hmm. what would it be mm, that's an interesting question i i don't know why but i've been thinking about my mom recently mm-hmm. and i think like Okay, obviously my dad too. <laughs> they kind of pair together. Uh, yeah. But I always think like when, when they pass away, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Yeah. Because that's such a scary thought for me. Yeah. It's, it's, they're such a constant in our lives. Like literally, yeah. they've been there since the day we were conceived, you know. It's like hard to just be like, yeah, how will I function, you know. Not even like, of course, there'll be the sadness part of it, but like the practical aspect aspect as well. Like, um, so I wanted to move out of my house for a very long time. I was like, I'm just going to go live in the dorms. Uh, and even now, like I'm planning to do my undergraduate study, sorry, my, my graduate studies. I want to do that like abroad, like maybe in the UK or somewhere. So, but sometimes I have this thought of like, when I come home and my mom's not there, what, how do I like, how do I function? You yeah. Know? Because now I can like leave my home, like in the morning, I am uh, not a morning person. So I always wake up with like 10 minutes to the bus and then I just hurriedly change, cram some food <laughs> in my mouth and run. Right. Yeah. So I can do that because like, I know my mom's there and I know sometimes I wake up, I'm fucking 21 years old. I wake up, my mom's made me breakfast already. And I feel like a little ashamed because I'm like, why is she still privileged, privileged person? Yeah, I know. But also like, I think about if I had to live alone, I'm like, I I would starve, you know, not because I can't cook or that I'm not responsible, but they're just these little things that she can like do for me. That make my life so much more easier. So yeah. even when I think of like living away from her, I want to. Like I want to be independent and I want to experience that side of the whole, you know, the spectrum. But also like when I have a headache, yeah. you know, for example, and I just want to die, you know, and my mom like just like gives me a cup of tea or something. That's I think so sweet. Who, who will give me a cup of tea when I'm dying? <laughs> Who are you going to outsource your headache to? Who am I going to go to and be like, please give me pain pills? I, 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 don't, I don't know where they are, you know? Oh, my God. But, that's, yeah. that's exactly how I felt when I first came here. I mm-hmm. cried like a bitch when I first came here, even though my brother was here. Um, yeah. When my mom left, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that was horrible. But she was sweet. She actually came with me here to settle mm-hmm. me down and then yeah. She, and some of my friends who came from overseas, they actually didn't even have that. They travel yeah. here alone. Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's really scary. And I, we have, we're very lucky. It's not very normal to have mm-hmm. like washing machines in mm-hmm. the apartment. Usually it's a basement kind of thing. And you have to come yeah, in yeah. style. Um, yeah. My mom like wrote out a, on an A4 piece of paper the instructions <laughs> to how to use the machine. And I was like, oh my God, mom's really is like a whole other career. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. 
it, and you know, like, it's not like you could have probably figured out how to like run the machine on your own, you know, yeah. like the internet is there, but just that little like thing that your mom did, it just made your life so much more easier. It's mm-hmm. one less thing that you need to worry about. So yeah. yeah, I think about that a lot. Like, I always wonder, like, I'd be sad if I left my mom, but also like the familiarity aspect of it, you know, like somebody who's just there, I can go like ask them for help or like they will help yeah. me out when I need it, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, mom, can you just stay by the side and, and like rub my belly when I'm in pain, but also yeah. leave me alone so leave I can go alone. live my life. <laughs> No, I, I always feel like I take her for granted and I don't call yeah. her enough, which I should. Yeah, you should call her after this. Yeah, you don't have to. What? You just run down, right? Yeah, I just go down. <laughs> That's nice. Well, see, what, by the way, sorry, it, we've been talking for an hour and 20 Eight. minutes. Can you believe it? Oh my God. Oh my God. I know. Are, are you a late sleeper? I am, yeah. Okay. I think that's a good thing. What What are you gonna do yeah. after? Um, no, I I've started a new book, like today. So I might. I was thinking that. Oh, wait. Like you're writing? No, no, reading. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I was thinking. Actually, yeah. Speaking of writing, I had to. I saw this really interesting thing um, online about somebody who was doing this project where they asked people to send them a letter written to loneliness about loneliness. So like you have to start the letter with like dear loneliness and then you have to discuss like feeling lonely, have you ever thought, and you know, whatever you want to write. So I was thinking that would be interesting. I think it was for like somebody's art project or something. They wanted like an installation yeah like a letter to loneliness that goes on for infinity so they just want to paste like a shit ton of letters on the wall or something like that so i was thinking i was like that is something interesting like i've never taught taught to write a letter to loneliness and talk about you know what that means to me so it's nice to make it sound like a friend yeah yeah you're like an old friend that you haven't talked to in a while yeah it it reminds me of simon and garfunkel you know that band Mm-hmm. The hello darkness, my old friend. My old friend. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. Oh my god, I hadn't thought of that. I love that song. It, uh, I do too. Can I be a part of it? Can you send me the link? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll send okay. it to you. Okay, we'll that will be cool. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Well, I I I, I want to start like another topic on loneliness, but mm-hmm. I don't want to keep you up too long and also i'm gonna i'm i'm actually meeting a friend after this so i have to oh, okay her. um but what was mm-hmm. i oh, shit i forgot <laughs> oh no um you're um, a very good conversationalist by the way like you've kept it going pretty good it's amazing i love so? it yeah thank you that that is a huge compliment i have to say in the last i've since we last spoke like two weeks mm-hmm. ago you were actually yeah. one of the first people that I was supposed to do it with, but then, um, yeah. you know, you couldn't make it. I couldn't um, make it, Because yeah. then, I have mm-hmm. been speaking with a bunch of other people, and I'm always so nervous. I don't know. You don't seem nervous at all. You seem so chill and cool. Like, look at the way you're sitting right now. <laughs> it's like such a classic chill pose. Like, you're just, like, I'm so nervous. Wait, let me, so I can show you what you look like. 
I'm so nervous. <laughs> I am, you know, I just, you don't look nervous at all. I have to admit something. It's because I think your age might have something to do with it. Not because mm-hmm. you're younger, but because mm-hmm. you're similar age. Similar age. Like this literally feels like a FaceTime that I do yeah. with my friends back in Singapore. Like I feel like we've been friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To me as well. Because I start I was like nervous because I was like, what am I gonna say? <laughs> and also Gladys sounds like a, a like a grandma's name. Yeah, Gladys sounds like a white person's name, you know? So like I hate then you. I that <laughs> was a test and you failed. <laughs> no, I realized like later I remember like reading your blog and like seeing your bio. So I remembered that you were Asian, but then I was like, but Gladys though, am I remembering right? <laughs> I had to like go back and check and I was like, Am I remembering her name right? My family name gives it away that I'm Asian. Oh. Because it's A-N-G, Ang. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which is very Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> is Almira a really common name in Pakistan? No, it's like one of the more unique ones. I've not met like a single person who has been named Almira. So, yeah. It's like one of those names every time. Okay, so in Pakistan, uh, we, when we name our kids, it's always supposed to have like a very um, interesting meaning, like a deep meaning. Yeah. You know, something that's close to you. So my name, uh, it means like uh, the greatest, the daughter of the king, and the most respected. And How regal. <laughs> I know. And my da- when my dad named me, I was like, that's like a subtle flex. of Like he was just like, yeah, my, da- my daughter is the daughter of a king. What does that make me? A king. Oh my God. I feel like that's the kind of thing my dad might pull. But I'm really glad he didn't. <laughs> but the name Gladys is, it has a happy feeling to it, which I, I it really It does. Like. Yeah. Even though it's old. You're right. I didn't think of that. But it does have like a very happy feeling to it. It's like mm-hmm. one of the more chill names, you know, yeah. like cool, cool grandma. If it's a grandma name, which I don't think it is, it's a cool grandma name. <laughs> that's really sweet. Um, you know, Gladys is actually not in my birth certificate. My, really? Yeah, uh, it's actually my, Chine- my Chinese name is the only one that's on my, my mm, identification. Okay. Um, but the way my mom got Gladys is she was working and she met a colleague that she wasn't even close with whose <laughs> name was Gladys and she liked it. <laughs> so she just <laughs> made it her daughter's name. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. is there anything you like to get off your chest before we hop off the call? Uh, no, I think we talked about quite a lot. And I think I feel like we covered so much. Like I was so I know. okay with saying like <laughs> talking about all my like issues and like everything. I was it was feels great. like therapy, I, right? A little bit. It does, yeah, a little bit. It's very nice. I I uh I'm really glad that I started this. I mean if I didn't mm-hmm. Yeah. We wouldn't even talk. We but were, also, yeah. your spontaneity to come in mm-hmm. and add to the conversation. So that's yeah. Nice. Yeah. I I really think we can do this again. I mean, obviously, I would. I would love to. Yeah. But um, I'll probably hit you up if you're ever in Singapore or Manhattan. Mm-hmm. You can come okay. by, and I'll show I you. I would love now. to. Yeah. I'm a yeah, terrible tour to. guide, but I'll try. <laughs> It's okay. Your personality makes up for it. That's really sweet. That's really sweet. I'll slip you a 20 after. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm broke. 
I'll take it. I won't even protest. I'll be like, yeah, sure. Fine. Well, okay. Well, have a good weekend. Uh, do you have any plans tomorrow? No. No? Just, just no. stay in bed? I think I might go out and get blue hair dye because I've been wanting to dye my hair for a while. And I figured, you know, what's a more better time. You could pull like, off. Quarantine. You could pull off that color. It was very hard convincing my traditional parents to be like, let me dye my hair blue. Do like, one strand and see yeah. how they react. <laughs> yeah, they're okay with it now. They're like, yeah, we'll take you. My mom was like, so you're going to need bleach, right? Because like your hair is dark. It's not going to take on color. I was like, oh, oh you're, you're okay with this? Interesting. <laughs> what so else can I get away with? My mom after the yeah. hair dye, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to plug your blog one last time? Mm, I guess uh, it doesn't have much. <laughs> My blog has like three posts right now. That's fine. You know what? I'm still going to put it in anyway. I'm going to okay, put it in. Okay, like, thank uh, you. What do you call that? Do you watch pod, uh, listen to podcasts? Mm, I do sometimes, yeah. Okay. I All right. Like so the, like, like the show notes, I'll put your blog. Yeah. That would okay, be cool. Thank you. All right. So we're friends, right? Of course. Oh, thank God. Otherwise, I would have done a bad job. <laughs> no, well, let me know like, if you need to talk yeah. or whatever. I'm always here. Of course, yeah. And like, you always have a friend in Pakistan now. So, you know, that's really sweet. That's on my bucket list. I would love to visit one day. Yeah, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Can you show yeah. me around. Yeah. All righty. Well, have a good night. Thank you. You too. I will see you hopefully when you're a famous writer. Or psychologist, whichever whichever works. (laughs) All right, bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you.